Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Service. Today is August 1st, 2021. Today, we have my business partner, Matthew Beard, as a special guest. He's been on Sunday Service before. He's been on Wholesale Hotline before. But today, we're going to be talking about how to start a business from scratch. Now, there are three ways to generate leads in your business. Three ways. Okay. I actually talked about this for about an hour and a half this morning with my sub two students um, on a little bonus special Zoom. And that those three ways are number one, direct to seller marketing. Number two, JV or in our line of work with creative finances, we revive dead wholesaler leads, which yes. is pretty amazing. You don't have to spend any money. And then the third one is referrals. So probate attorneys, realtors, et cetera little bit different than JV. JV is where somebody else is marketing to sellers and you are benefiting from that marketing where you don't have to spend any money. You just have a better solution. You have a better rat trap or a mouse trap, I should say, not a rat trap. I am saying rat trap because we have a rat in our backyard we're trying to catch. <laughs> um, if you didn't see my wife's Instagram. So welcome, Matthew Beard. Bro, how are you doing on this Sunday? Man, I am doing good. I just rushed back home. I was getting dinner with the family, but I'm like, yo, I cannot miss Sunday service. Can't <laughs> miss this chance to to be here with you, Pace, and obviously everyone else here watching too. So I'm excited talking about building a business from scratch. That that perks my ears up for sure. So this is a, it's an episode I'm stoked for. Thank you, bro. Um, so yeah. recently, let's highlight what we recently did. There's, I'm sure a lot of people are going to know exactly exactly what we did, but there's some people, there's always one, two or three people that don't know what we did. Um, I'd say three weeks ago. So why don't we highlight this? Why don't we highlight what is the most common question we get as real estate? I hate to say the word influencers. Most common question we get, how we satisfied that with um, answering by showing instead of telling what mm -hmm. that looked like and mm -hmm. when is that being released to the general public? <clears throat> Yeah, let's do it. So, you know, Pace, I'm sure you get this question a hundred times, maybe even a thousand times more than I do. But the most common question that we get is, yes, how do I get started in real estate? You know, I think a lot of folks get stuck in this one spot because there's so much information out there. There's so many different directions you can go. And what I see a lot, and I'm sure you do too, is people ask the same question. How do I get started in real estate? And then three or four months later, they're still asking the same questions. They're not solving that problem right? They're not taking any action on it. So what we did, um, which is kind of the, the brainchild of pace here, he's like, well, you know what we should do? We got to go step by step because we can teach. We can tell you guys what to do, right? This is, I mean, there's plenty of people out there that'll tell you what to do, but how many people are going to show you by demonstrating and putting yourself in that hot seat of like, oh my gosh, you know, I think a lot of people feel like they, you know, especially in the influencer world, they elevate themselves out of like, well, I'm not doing the day-to-day -day business anymore, but I can teach you how. I can tell you how, right? Mm -hmm. But what we did was, what you said, we reached out through the screen and we held everyone's hand and we we let folks follow us step by step, right? Literally step by step by step. What, what I would tell you to do, what you would tell folks to do, we had to do it, right? We had to practice what we preach and we put ourselves in the position that we had to make it happen. So we built a business from scratch in a market we're not familiar with. And those recordings of us doing it is going to be ready by August 16th. Why is it taking so much time, damn it? <clears throat> because it's 
about 55 hours worth of stuff, 55 hours worth of video, live video of, <laughs> Hey, we got to make this call. Yeah. Cody, can you check that? Hey, what's the login for this? Right. <laughs> so we're trying to cut out and just give you guys the good stuff. So it takes a long time. I mean, even just for like mm -hmm. an eight minute YouTube video, a lot of people don't realize how much time and energy goes into just one YouTube video. Um, let alone 55 hours of live content with seller's name and sensitive data and sensitive information that needs to be kind of blurred out. Last mm. thing we want to do, we have active contracts going on in this challenge and we streamed it live to the sub two students. So the sub two students got to watch it live. They were there for all 55 hours. Um, and there's a very high level of trust inside of the sub two community. So we weren't worried about showing the sub two students exactly what was going on. However, when we release mm -hmm. it to the general public, we are afraid that somebody would call. It's, it's happened to us. Yes. In fact, during the challenge, um, you know, there were people that were taking screenshots of our promotion videos and they were trying to find information of sellers or all that kind of stuff. Dude, it is crazy mm -hmm. what people will do. Crazy. I had no idea. <clears throat> I mean, I trusted even, you know, the the group that we have and like sometimes you know we had people already bought the website before we got a chance to buy it during the challenge as we were talking about it. i was like what why would someone do this and like just weird stuff man so you know <clears throat> we want to make sure that obviously you know the the private information is like we don't have the seller's name and the actual address when we release the recordings and all that good stuff so it is some editing that's happening but it's all real it's all raw so hopefully i think that's one of the coolest things about the whole challenge is this is super duper raw yeah so let's before we get into like the update of the business because i cody mm -hmm. rose says can we get an update on panther home solutions which is funny it kind of brings me into my next point yeah we did not choose the market the market was chosen by the audience. We took a series of votes over the course of about six weeks through Instagram, Facebook groups, and YouTube comments. And we ultimately came, it came down to three different markets, Las Vegas, North Carolina, and something else. I can't remember what it was. I Iowa or something. Ohio? What was it? Uh, I think it was Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Indianapolis, I think. And everybody, not everybody, but a good 60, 70% of people voted on North Carolina. So we chose North Carolina because that's what you voted on. Yep. So when we started, we had no resources. We knew um, other investors there primarily through uh, just networking. And that's what we did day one. We said, okay, we don't have a company, so let's come up with a company name. So we jokingly came up with Panther Home Solutions because it's North Carolina Panthers. Or is it Charlotte Panthers? I don't know. <laughs> it's Carol yeah, Carolina Panthers. But it's the same thing. Like we we actually like in the group, we're like, all right, we want something pan well, Pace is like, I want something Panther related. So we were just like going back and forth and we let the audience like in the live chat, they're like, What about Panther home like Panther properties? What about Panther? Someone said Panther Home Solution. Like, cool, let's just do that one. Love it. So even the audience <laughs> yes. picked the name, right? Yes. So yep. We then started a brand new company. We started a website, an LLC. We went through the entire process. Everything that you have to do in you know, your business, we mm -hmm. did it you, um, basically in the first two days. Now, this is interesting. A lot of people that don't know about Zero to Hero, they don't know that we did, we limited ourselves to only three hours a day. Why did we do that, Matt? Well, not only do we get folks who reach out and say, how do I get started? But 
there's always that thing like, oh my God, well, I'm already doing this. I have a nine to five job or I have other time commitments. I don't have enough time. I don't see how you guys, uh, this isn't my full-time job, right? It's like, great. Well, how much time do you, could you find three hours in your day? You work a nine to five. Can you find three hours to make this happen and change your life? Yeah. Great. We're going to build a business with three hours. Love it. So we, yeah. we created a simulation, not a simulation. We created an environment that would simulate mm-hmm. what other people go through in their day-to-day lives, because it's easy for us to say, well, I can go out and run a real estate business and focus on it for 12 to 14 hours. So of course Pace I'd be retired. successful. Right. I am retired. <laughs> I, you wouldn't believe it by looking at that Instagram story I did the other day where I was like, follow me for my day. <laughs> right. People were like, you're stressing me out. I was getting DMs. People were like, oh my, it was like nine o'clock in the morning and people were like, dude, you c- accomplish more by nine o'clock than I do all week long. Bro, I'm trying to do the logistics. I'm like, well, how is he in far east valley and the next thing you know he's in the northwest valley and now he's back in center like yo this is crazy yeah <laughs> it was it was cool um samuel Aronov says try and simulate mine i'd love to that'd be cool so um we created as close to a simulation as possible it's funny because there's always somebody that's like well i i have a job that's four days a week that's 18 hours a day so I can only work two days a week or whatever it is. There's always somebody that's not happy with what we did. There's always somebody that's going right. to criticize what we did, but we got as close to humanly as yeah. hum- there's no shortage of excuses. Right. You know? And if that's your job and you're not happy with it and it's not giving you enough time to do what you really want to do, then maybe you want to go get another job. hundred percent. So guys, if you have not signed up for the recordings of zero to hero, rei.com, uh, zero to hero rei.com is the waiting list. So we have a waiting list. We're going to release it to a hundred people at a time. I think there's something like, I hate, I almost don't want to say the number because it'll shy people away from signing up, but it's nearly 4,000 people have signed up for the waiting list. 4,000 people. Um, so pretty impressive. Um, because here's what we did. We came up with the challenge and this is where the challenge kind of came from. This wasn't even necessarily my idea. It was a guy who I hold in high regard. His name is Robert Allen, a New York Times bestselling author, multi-multi-millionaire, did it through creative finance. So, of course, any creative finance guy, I'm going to fall in love, right? So he um, wrote a book, and the book was called Zero or Nothing Down. Okay, nothing down. The LA Times called him out on his book and said, there's no way you can buy a house with nothing down. And he came back and he said, not only can I buy a house with nothing down, but I can do it in 72 hours. Mm. And they were like, you're full of crap. We, <laughs> um, we challenge you to do it. So he accepts the challenge. And the challenge was that he was going to fly to a random city. He didn't know where it was. This is in the 80s, by the way. So no technology, none of what we had, right? (laughs) So he flies to LA. He meets up at the LA Times. They talk about the challenge. They sign a contract, the whole thing, right? And giving them the ability to tell the story. And they're planning on him failing because they think he's just some crook. So they take a reporter from the LA Times. They fly Robert Allen and the reporter up to San Francisco. San Francisco, San Francisco is well known as one of the most challenging real estate markets, has been for a long time, will always be top 10 probably. Mm-hmm. 
So they give him $100. His first thing he does with that $100 is he goes and buys a hot dog. <laughs> okay. And he did that because he needed change, right? Back then, you actually, you, it wasn't even quarters. It was dimes, okay? This is what's funny. It's like you listen to these old school rap songs where they say something, or Sublime, the, the musical um, artist, they say, I'm going to drop the dime, drop the dime, drop the dime, means they're going to call the police. It's funny that that's how long ago it was. But anyway, Robert Allen asked, asked for change, gets $10 of dimes, and he starts going to the classifieds and calling real estate agents and saying, hi, my name is Robert Allen. I'm a real estate investor. I'm looking for a house to buy. I'm looking for a quality piece of real estate that I can put nothing down and work out a deal. Da, 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 da. Late in the afternoon, he's like, I need to find a hotel. So he finds a hotel in the red, red light district. Why the red light district? Because it was only $17 a night at the time. So him and the reporter <laughs> split the cost. So he, he spent um, $8.50 for the night, goes into the room. This is like early afternoon. And he goes, oh my gosh, I have a phone. I don't have to use my dimes. So he's on the phone from four o'clock, just calling, 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 calling. He gets a hold of his first, or I'm sorry, he gets a call back from a realtor at 10.30 at night. 10.30 at night. And he says, um, or the realtor says, I actually have two pieces of real estate that you're, I have a seller that will sell with nothing down and we can structure a way that you can pay me my commissions and all that kind of stuff over time. Um, why don't you come tomorrow? I'll have the paperwork ready. And the, the reporter's like, you're so full of crap. You're so full of crap. You're, I'm going to go there and it's going to be so obvious that this is like your cousin, your sister or whatever, <laughs> right? right? Like one of those calls you made on the payphone was to your sister or something and you use some code word to set it up and say, I'm in San Francisco, right? You called in the troops. Mm. So the next morning, 1030 in the morning, they go to the house with the realtor and the seller. And through an hour of interrogation, the reporter finds out that the agent and the seller are truly not somebody that Robert Allen knows. <laughs> so Robert Allen buys the house with nothing down, right? Seller finance buys it for nothing down. And the reporter is just like, I've never seen anything like this. It's, this is unbelievable. And you did it in 18 hours, no less. Let's go home. I, I, I'm, I can't wait to write the story. And Robert Allen says, go home. I still have 54 hours. <laughs> and he went forward and he bought five more houses in the next 54 hours, all with nothing down. Insane. That is Super crazy. insane. Now, like you're telling me, so Robert Allen couldn't pull a list. He couldn't pull a list. He, he didn't have, go, didn't have virtual didn't have technology. Didn't have it was not skip no. tracing. No, <laughs> no, nothing. And so here's where the idea came from is that I resonate with people who actually go out and do the work, right? It's one of the reasons why we partnered with Matt is when I met Matt, I was like, Matt is epic. He does the work. I've never heard Matt make an excuse about anything. Never once have I heard Matt make an excuse. So here's what happens with Robert Allen. Okay, Robert Allen, he comes home. LA Times writes the article, and this is it. Look it up. Type in Robert G. Allen, LA Times article, and you'll see the article. It says, real estate investor gets called out by LA Times and wins. 
and he blew up. His business blew up. He's traveling the country, Taiwan, Singapore, this place, everywhere, London. He's everywhere. And he did that for multiple years. He was on the news. He traveled with Tony Robbins. It was it was Crazy. the biggest thing, biggest thing, right? And he was he was basically making creative finance such a, a mainstream thing. And what happened is he lost sight of what this business is about, which is carrying wood and chopping water. No, I'm sorry, carrying water, chopping wood, which is mean, means doing the work. So what he did is he was, you know, going through his mail and somebody sends him a piece of mail that is calling him out and saying, well, of course you were able to do that, that LA Times challenge. You're Robert Allen. You have resources, <laughs> you have experience, you, you're, you're this, that, and the other, your color, your, you know, your environment, your parents are mm -hmm. still together. Every reason why Robert Allen was still or was successful in that challenge, because there's always a hater. There always, always is a hater. And the haters, we just chop up the, the haters and we throw them in the fire and they're the fuel that, you know, ignites us every single day. They're the greatest. I love haters. Right. So what does Robert Allen do? He goes and writes a book called The Challenge. Mm. Okay. He goes and writes a book called The Challenge, but he doesn't write the book first. What he does is he goes and puts a challenge on himself. And what the challenge was is I'm going to fly to a random city and I'm going to pull five people out of the unemployment line. And within 30 days, they will be on their feet with $5,000 in their pocket and they will be a full-fledged real estate investor. Mm. Never, never to see the unemployment line ever again. That's when you know you're good. That's when you know you're good, when you can That's go, you know you're good. Right. And so that was the most gangster thing ever. So now here's what's funny. Okay. Check this out. That book is very hard to get a hold of there. It doesn't get printed anymore. It was a book that not many people, it didn't get a ton of excitement, right? It got lost in the, the, the gray. I don't know what it was. So it's not one of his most popular books by any means. But one of my mastermind students, one of our mastermind students, Matt, sends me a package the other day. It's one of the original, it's a first edition print. It's a first edition print and it has Robert G. Allen's signature in it. And it's sitting right in the, uh, the other room. I'm going to pull, I'm going to, I'm going to put a first yes. edition, first edition, Robert G. Allen, his signatures what? in the book. How in the world did they even get a hold of that? I have no idea. That's insane. Very, very cool. So now what's cool is that Robert Allen, I think the coolest thing about this for me personally is that Robert mm -hmm. Allen and I have actually become friends. He's come into the mentorship. He did a whole two hours um, private session with our students all about fear so and overcoming How many fear. lives did he change on that one session? I don't, I mean, look in the, look, look at the chat. Yeah. Guys, who, who was able to watch that um, Robert G. Allen air meet that we did? It was unbelievable bro i was on the i was crying i learned something hmm. dramatic in there is that he broke down what fear was in an acronym okay and what you guys if you don't know what an acronym is and i promise i'm getting back to the zero to hero i'm, I'm just telling you guys what inspired us to do the zero to hero challenge um so fears he says, okay, what are fears? And he said, well, fear is an acronym and F stands for fear of failure, right? Then he talked about 
the other things, right? He talked about the other acronyms. I won't go into all of them because we have a limited amount of time. But it was unbelievable. The, the S was the fear of success. Yeah. Okay, so F is fear of failure. E is fear of embarrassment, right? So I think the majority of people have fear of failure, fear of embarrassment. I could give two shits what somebody thinks about me. So I don't have those fears. I found out in that live with Robert G. Allen. Um, bro, can, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I met Robert Allen, this is, this is what happened. So uh, Jamil and I are in Tampa Bay, I don't know, probably March of this year, okay? February, March of this year. I go out to a mastermind. It's called the Family Mastermind. Pretty epic. Amazing, amazing. Really high-level people in there. Mm -hmm. And I meet a gentleman named Tim Mai, M-A-I, Tim Mai. And Tim Mai comes to me, he goes, Pace, everybody's talking about how the sub two community is the number one real estate community in real estate right now. And you're doing something different than everybody else. Would you mind flying to Key West next week and speaking on stage about how you've taken your, you know, the run of the mill mentorship style and you've elevated 25 notches above and beyond what anybody would ever expect? I go, Tim, people don't want to hear from me because they don't want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> In fact, I'll create more enemies when they hear what I have to say. And th because the answer is this, Tim, most mentors don't put in the work. Nope. They don't put in the work. They just simply don't put in the work. So I go, if you, if you, don't want, if you want me on stage talking to other influencers, because that's, um, that's a big mastermind he runs. It's called mm -hmm. the Hero Mastermind. And it's all influencers. It's all coaches and it's whatever else. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I, I totally get it. And then he, he said, here's the dates. And I go, by the way, Tim, I, you know, Jamil and I are filming on Friday of that week. It's our first day on our TV show. There's no way I'm going to be able to convince um, A&E to give me the day off. And it's our day one. <laughs> it's the first day of the whole thing. First day of the whole thing. He goes, well, I, I, totally, I totally get it. Sends me a link. Text me. Text, I'm, he's standing in front of me at, at in Tampa Bay, he's sending, standing in front of me. He sends me a text right there. And he goes, just look at the link when you get a chance. So I'm on bathroom break. I, you know, go to the bathroom. I go back in and I'm sitting down listening to a speaker that's up on stage and I'm going through, I click on the link and I go through all the guest speakers and guess who's one of the guest speakers at his event? Robert G. Robert I'm getting, I just got chills thinking about it. <laughs> In that moment, I go, Jamil, I don't know what I have to do to be here, but this is the universe telling me I need to be here. And I had a student, actually, one of my students is in here, Aaron Leitz. Aaron Leitz was struggling with fears. And I said, I have to become friends with Robert Allen. This is my opportunity to become friends with Robert Allen. And I want to bring him into my mentorship and, and, and give that value to my students. Mm -hmm. And I manifested this in the, in the craziest way. So I call Annie and I said, Hey, I have something that's like a lifelong goal of mine. And they go, you know what? Just so happens that we're going to push everything to Monday anyway, because of X, Y, and Z. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. This is amazing. <laughs> so Jamil and I come home. That might've been the day I got my wife pregnant with our current baby in her belly. Who knows? Universe again universe again. <laughs> so I come home for a day. We jump right back on a plane. We go back out to Key West. I then walk up to Robert Allen and Robert Allen says, Mr. Morby. 
And I was like, what? You, <laughs> just just fanboy. Like, oh my God, you know me. <laughs> you know who I am? He says, Pace, the way that everybody talks about what you're doing with your mentorship is no short of heroic and amazing. And I am so glad. He goes, I was so glad to hear that you were coming here. Tim called me and texted me that you were coming here and I've been looking forward to meeting you. I was like, Robert Allen, the guy who stood up to LA Times and freaking ran the challenge, then pulled the five people out of the unemployment line in St. Louis, knew who I was. Oh my gosh. And so he goes, how do we connect, Pace? Gives me his cell phone number right there. We start texting back and forth and he was, he's just become a friend. Insane, man. And but it's so the he truth, though. like you put into work every day to make this happen. Like people see your story and it's not like once a month you wake up at three, you wake up at three every day to get going. You're filming every day. And that's what I asked you yesterday. We were, I was at your house. I'm like, so you don't have anything else better to do on a Saturday. Freaking yeah, spend 10, 10, 10 hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> 10 hours with the sub two students. Like it's crazy. Like if guys like I know I'm here on sub you know Sunday service and pays is here, but I'd say this regardless. If you want to be successful in this business, you got to work hard, but you can simply ask yourself one question. It's WWPD. What would Pace do? If you start feeling <laughs> tired, you would say, What would Pace do? It's like shit. He, Thanks. He would dude. probably say he would probably be working right now. <laughs> I oh check this out here. Um Aaron Leitz, who I actually did. The, so we did that Zoom or that air meet. I called Robert Allen. I said, Robert, I've got this student, Aaron Leitz. He sent me an email and I, I really care about Aaron. Um, and I think this would bring a lot of value to all my students. And he's got a massive fear of, of whatever. And I don't, I'm, that's not who I am. I'm not a mindset guy. I'm a, I'm a work, work, work guy, right? And, um, and maybe that is a mindset thing. I don't know. Um, but he, here's the acronym. Fear is failure, embarrassment, abandonment, rejection, and success. And my fear was success. Because what happens with me is I manifest things so rapidly. Mm -hmm. um, I come up with an idea. Next thing you know, we're doing it, right? It's like, it's so fast how it happens. And that's what happened with Zero to Hero, which I'll come back to in a second. But what happens is you start thinking about things and you start putting in the work and all of a sudden it starts happening and manifesting sometimes in better situations than you could ever imagine. And you then start sabotaging yourself because you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't deserve this because my whole life I've seen that things don't just happen like this. Mm -hmm. And so I have a fear of success. It's really weird. Oh, I've never been here before. Whoa, I've never made this much money. Whoa, I've never lived in this big of a home before. Whoa, I've never had this many employees. Whoa, I've never had this many. What's going on? And you in a weird way, my challenge is the same challenge that my father had. My father had, um, he self-sabotaged a lot of his businesses because he would reach a really high level of success and somehow, some way he felt like he didn't deserve it. It was a mindset thing and he would dismantle his whole business in the weirdest ways. And it, that's a conversation for another day. But I think that's the way it should be though, Pace. I feel like when you when you are aligned and you're doing what you have been fashioned to do, and I feel like you were moving in your purpose. Like things should just be like, it should almost feel like everything is getting out of your way because you're doing what's supposed to be done. Right. You know? So I come home, I feel incredibly inspired and I 
reach out to Matt and Cody and I'm like, you know what? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to literally fly to a random city. I think what I'm going to do is live on a park bench and I'm going to start from scratch. But I ha- we have a crazy filming schedule. It's crazy. My wife, like she's one of the four people on the show. Um, I don't want to say star because that sounds incredibly um, horrible, but she's one of the four main characters. I ca- she's pregnant. She's got kids. She's running a house. It's amazing how she accomplishes it. Still getting um, deals. Still getting deals. That is correct. My wife is still getting deals. And then um, me and and my partners, my partners have been so gracious and helpful in making sure that this happens. Um, you know, and being on TV was never a dream of mine. What is has always been a dream of mine is how do I bring value to my partnerships? How do I bring value to my employees? And that's this is a manifestation of this, right? So um, what happens is I, my TV, fil- this filming schedule is too horrendous. And so I go to Matt and I go, Matt, what if we created some sort of challenge, something that would move thousands of people to take action, right? Because if you go to YouTube, we can all agree with this. You go to YouTube, how do you find the succinct step-by-step process of exactly how it's crazy to me? Because think about this. I can get the, uh, dude, this, I told you earlier today, I built a learning library, like those, you know, bring a uh, lend a book, take a book types of things that you see in people's front yards. That when my brother um, Hudson and I built one and I was doing it for five, four or five hours and I went and watched a YouTube video to see how to build it and what tools I needed. And we went and did it. It literally showed me step by step by step by somebody doing it. Why is it that nobody to this day, other than us, has not shown people exactly how to start a business, what is your first step, your second step, all the way through chronologically in order through all the steps to successfully build a business and generate seventy dollars to $80,000 of revenue in your first freaking month. Because they have something either, A, they've never done it. B, they have a fear of failure themselves. We, what's funny is we had a fear of failure, didn't we, Matt? Sure did. And embarrassment. <laughs> it was a little bit of both. Well, I mean, not you. I mean, we, we could tell like you're confident in what you do. It's like, yo, I'm going to get it. It's going to happen. going to manifest. It's going to make it happen. But in the back of my mind, I'm over here like, this is some pressure, man. We got to perform. We got to do this thing. We have people watching us. We can clearly say, we're going to show you how to build a business in 15 days, working three hours a day. That sounds great. But you know, what would have happened if we would have got to the end of 15 days and been like, well, now you guys see, this is how you do your business. We had no deals to show for it. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would have been terrible. But you know, literally like we, we don't tell you anything that we wouldn't do ourselves and literally step-by-step step in the, in the program. It's, this is what we did. This is the results. And within eight days, we got our first contract doing those things. Right. So it freaking works. And I think that's one of the most powerful things because we did have that fear of, it, it may not work out, right? Right, right. So um, I, I, I don't see the step-by-step process anywhere, right? So even here, Samuel Ar- Arno, he says, Grant Cardone built a $5.5 million business in 90 days. Yeah, he did. Amazing. He's amazing. But did you see the step-by-step process of exactly what it took or did you see the highlights? Here's the, here's the thing. We start by choosing a market. That's an important thing, right? 
why did Grant Cardone cho choose that city? Why was that the issue? What, what, where was the clarity on if I'm a real estate investor, what city should I start in? We mm -hmm. deep dive on that. We give you clarity on that. Okay, well, great. I feel good about the market I'm starting in. How do I start my LLC properly? Was that shown by Grant Cardone? And I like Grant Cardone. I respect him tremendously. I have nothing against him, but could you have followed that TV show on Discovery and built another $5.5 million business in 90 days by following him step by step? Or was it dramatized? And the majority of the content that you had was, con was dramatized. Right. Ours was not. Like every single one of our conversations was recorded. Like if it, if we did not, like if it was an email, there's a copy of the email in there. If it was a phone call, it was recorded. Like every little single thing that a lot of people would be like, well, I missed this. Like, why didn't you include that? Mm -hmm. Like we went under the understanding that every single piece of this is going to be documented. And I think it's necessary uh, for clarity. Right. Right. hundred percent. So what we did is we built the challenge, right? Zero to hero. And we didn't know what we were going to call it right away, but then something somehow, uh, Cody was like, what, what are we, you doing? We're taking resources and energy and doing all this stuff. And what are you, what are you doing? Cody was, remember we had a meeting in my living room for two hours where I was convincing Cody was the right thing to do <laughs> to bring value to the community. And he, it, finally it took two hours for him to go fine. Fine. <laughs> And so let's go through Let's go through what we did. Um, day one was very basic, right? It's the stuff that most people, I would say, take months and months and months in overthinking. How do I, what, what type of LLC? Where do I start, set up my LLC? Should I put my LLC in my name? Should I get a trust? All those hundreds of questions you've mm -hmm. got. Um, how do I get my website up and going? How do I choose my logo? How do I choose my company name? How much does that cost? All of those things. We just did it, Right. Yep. By day three, we had a lead generation system automatically, an automatic lead gen system built up where after day three, we didn't have to worry about lead gen anymore. By day eight, we had a contract. By day 10, we had another contract. By day 12, we had another contract. And since then, we've gotten multiple other contracts. I don't know where we're at right now. Um, mm -hmm. I just got a text message from Rochelle Jarvis saying, literally at 6.15, she said, Title is clear on the North Carolina sub two deal. I am. Okay. So we, we did, um, I don't know which North Carolina sub two deal she's talking about, whether it's the deals that we did inside of the zero to hero, or if it's the deal that we just got from one of the sub two students, Ted Miller. I don't know which one she's talking about, but we did all the things. And mm -hmm. on day 15, just like, or I'm sorry, on day eight, we got our first contract. Yep. Jared Frankham says, what city in North Carolina? <clears throat> Charlotte, um, man. The Charlotte, busy baby. city. Right. The busiest one. Yeah. I mean, like literally in day one, Pace, like we we didn't just set up an LLC, you know, get a logo, get a name, like all the things that people feel is important. Like for us, it's like we know it's like you can do this if you want, but a lot of people just procrastinate and say, well, I got to figure out the LLC and like, what am I going to name my company? What am I going to do this? And then, you know, let me go reach out to this person and see if I can get the perfect list. Cause tomorrow I'm going to pull that list. Right. <laughs> we literally went from nothing to having everything figured out in one day, you know, not even one, not even one day. It was in three, three hours. hours. Right. And the funny thing is we talk to people all the time that we know and respect and their biggest challenge still to this day is I need more leads to work, right? Mm -hmm. People who are doing 
a few a few deals or maybe they're maybe they're fixing flippers like whatever um like they're still having a legion problem it's like do you like strange and cruel and unusual punishment why do you keep doing this to yourself legion should be the first thing you outsource immediately and we got that done within the first three days with with our virtual assistant team Hmm. Interesting, interesting challenge because it spurred on multiple other deals, multiple other, ch- actually multiple other challenges that we're planning on doing. Um, one of the challenges that Matt and I are going to do just for fun, because it's like, we're in this, we're in the prime of our real estate careers. Why not have fun with it? Why not inspire yes. people? And so we're going to start, uh, we're going to do a challenge at some point, probably in the spring, only for sub two students and people who got access to zero to hero. We're going to do a zero dollar, zero to hero, no ad spend, no resources, no car. The only thing we have is a cell phone and our underwear. Dang. Okay. You guys excited to see that? <laughs> do we get a bike or something or no? We're going to do this on foot. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll probably have the um, audience craft the challenge for us. Not roller skates, guys. I cannot roller skate. You could you could rollerblade though, right? Neither one. I've never tried, so don't do that to me. What we'll <laughs> do, what we'll do is we'll start out with bikes. No, we'll start out with feet. Here's what we'll do: we'll start out with feet, and we both start out with a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And if we have a hundred bucks, you can go to the Goodwill and buy like a twenty dollar bike, or you could use the hundred dollars for something else. But what we're thinking about doing is doing it in Atlanta in the spring, because I really want to get out of Arizona for a month and take our families, take our wives, go live in one of our houses in Atlanta. We've got a really, really amazing one in Ansley Park that's a three-story, one-point-something million-dollar home that we currently Airbnb. Bought it on seller finance. It's a great deal. It makes like ten to $11,000 a month net. And that deal will go live in that house. It's an unbelievable house. We'll go live in that house. So our family and our kids are happy and they're playing and they're doing things. And our wives are going and exploring the city and shopping and doing whatever. But from seven o'clock in the morning until five o'clock at night, Matt and I have the ability to go out and do deals if we decide to do so. And we go head to head against each other. And we have 30 days to build a, a business from scratch with nothing. And I don't know exactly because there, there are going to be there are going to be people that go. Um, well, I don't have ten hours a day to build a business, so it's almost like should we limit ourselves to only working our business three hours a day again, and then the rest of the day we're hanging out with our wives and kids and we're you know going to the zoo and exploring and all that kind of stuff, or do are people okay with us working all day long? I don't know. I don't know. It's how fast you guys want to get a deal. I know, I know for certain if I had all day, I'm going to get a deal in one day for sure. Right. Much oh, less than uh, 30 days. Come on. Here's a great question from Heath. He says, sub two student here has the start date for season two of zero to hero been announced. That is no, we have not announced season two yet. I think we're planning on doing season two, August, 15th or 16th something like that so we're launching season one on 16th and reality is i know i have some commitments with uh because what we're doing guys is releasing it to the first hundred people at a time and we want to be able to answer those questions in real time so it's going to be like a small community 
as we continue to launch this. So I'm going to have some commitments with that before I can move. Cause season two, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Pay, should we even talk about season two? No. Okay. Let's leave it. Let's leave people get upset. Sorry. Season two is not available to anybody, but one select group of people and those Mm -hmm. people that it's available to, they know who they are. So I am, but it will be most likely you're looking at September. September is when we start season two. Yes. Okay. Um, perfect. So season two, we probably should give everybody, uh, let's see, will zero to hero ever open up again? I was locked out. Um, zero to hero will open up it, There's, we've only been talking about this for the last hour, but we'll continually talk about it. Happy to do it. Zero mm-hmm. to hero rei.com. Okay. If you go there, get on the waiting list. Guys, there's hundreds of people in this live right now. Please help us out. Type in the side chat. Where do I go to get the recordings of Zero to Hero? You go to zero to hero rei.com. Can everybody solidify that? Type that in the comments. Let's let everybody see that. Zero to hero rei.com. Zero to hero rei.com. Zero to hero rei.com. And as you guys wait, you get all of our scripts, everything we used in the challenge, the cold call script the texting script, the lead managing script, the uh, the contracts that we use to send out to our uh, our sellers, our assignment. You get so much stuff just by going to that link. So as you guys wait, we want to make sure you guys have something worthwhile too. Um, we And we just emailed out a $3,000 wholesale contract that we just had Sean St. Clair, our attorney, redraft for us. We gave mm-hmm. that away. It's not a sub two contract, but it's a wholesale contract. So that should help you out. If you don't have a wholesale contract, we emailed that out to everybody. So everybody, yes. zero to hero, rei.com. And when you sign up, check your email because it'll be coming via email. Yeah. Um, so we, I get people that DM me every time we send an email to the waiting list. People are like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for the goodies. Thank you so much for the free stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you're on the waiting list, you've been getting, um, you know, free things along the way. Why is there a waiting list? The, w- the reason there's a waiting list is because there's 55 hours of content to edit and to remove sensitive information of sellers' names and addresses and stuff like that, that we are fearful that people will call and bother these, these people. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. And uh, once our editors are done, we will then release it. So um, Tanisha, Robin is not in sub two. She's not in TTP. <laughs> She's not in Astro. She was burned by, I think, a bad um, mentorship. And so she's very trepid and um, hesitant to join, join mentorship. So she consumes the free content um, a lot, which is amazing. We see Robin all the time. She's great, but she's mm-hmm. not a sub two Astro or TTP student. Um, so zero to hero rei.com. So Matt, give us a quick update. Um, what we're trying yep. to do is we're trying to keep Sunday service a little bit shorter than we used sure. to in the past. So what's an update? What's been going on with the Zero to Hero business? I know that we generated about $70,000 in those 15 days of wholesale contracts and creative finance contracts, but where are we at mm-hmm. now? How many more contracts have we gotten since the day, day 15? I love it. Yeah. So um, after we rewrapped everything up, guys, look, as we were working three hours a day, the powerful thing that you guys are going to learn, and you're going to see probably even more that you already know, is the business still needs to be running. Even if like you should not be doing the prospecting, it was happening eight hours a day, even though we were working three hours. So our virtual assistants were still calling, cold calling during the hours that we were not working. So the next day I came in, I had people to talk to. 
right? So <clears throat> what happened was at the end of the 15 days, do you think we just shut down the business and would say, oh, sorry, guys, our virtual assistants, everything you learned, we'll see you later. Heck no, right? We're still generating opportunities. And one of the biggest parts of this business, I'd probably say 95% or maybe even a little bit more comes from follow-up, right? The consistent call check in. Hey, you're not ready. Okay. Maybe next week, maybe next week. So we have gotten an additional two more contracts outside of the time uh, since the challenge has ended. One of which came in uh, last week. Well, we got the signature last Monday and we just got the photos on Saturday. Um, and that's going to be like a, like a $40,000 assignment. So crazy, crazy. The stuff is still happening. It's still working. Literally everything that we did in the course recorded as well as all the conversations. And like you see the momentum and the things that you do, if you're consistent and you do the right things, literally you just follow this thing. You follow step by step by step. You're going to create an amazing amount of momentum and an incredible amount of opportunities, not just in that 15 days, but you're building a pipeline for the next 30, 45, 60, 90 days, right? Just by being doing consistent marketing. So our VAs are still working. And here's the thing, they're still calling the same list. We didn't pull it. Oh, are you list. serious? That's amazing. Yes. They're still calling the same people. So it freaking works, man. And uh, we, we've, gotten, we've gotten really good results from it. So we're releasing the recordings of Zero to Hero on August 15th or August 16th. And then the season two is available to a select group of people. We're not making it we're not making it available to anybody but that select group of people season two is all about a continuation of season one um and then season three is going to be sometime in august that'll be for sub two students only and then season four will be matt and i um essentially um uh, not essentially matt and i will go head to head in a brand new market um Ooh, Pace, have you had to cancel contracts because you could not fire, find a buyer? Yes, I. we have had to do that. In fact, we've had to do something recently. Um, that we, happens, guys. It does happen. Um, sometimes you'll get buyers that just back out. And so we mm -hmm. go back to the seller. We either lose our $100 of earnest money. Um, we rarely put... A, the only time we put in really high earnest money, Aaron, is when it's um, something we know we can close on and do a fix and flip on because we do a lot of fix and flips or if it's something that we know for sure that we want to keep or we know our buyers are solid. Um, and the reality is this is why there's going to start being more regulation in the in the wholesaling world because there's a lot of people out there just contracting stuff and canceling it. You see some of these virtual wholesaling companies, even some of the bigger ones, we won't drop any names, but they're closing about 40 to 50% of their contracts. That means six, five to six out of 10 people that they contract, they're having to cancel during the escrow period. Does that serve the seller at all? Right. So moving more towards, you know, keeping your agreements or doing option contracts and be just being careful with that for sure. Yeah. So um, let's wrap this up. I think that we, yeah. we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Guys, what do we want to talk about next week? I have a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. I've got a mobile home park that we just closed on in Yuma, Arizona, Ooh. seller finance. I would love to break that deal down and show everybody where the, you know, the lead came from, how um, that was structured, what do the numbers look like, how much does it cash flow. That one 
RV park, mobile home park, is enough money of cash flow that most people could quit their jobs just from that one deal. In, uh, Ingrid, uh, so Matt, she says, Matt Beer, can you explain options contract? Um, Ingrid, we actually have a two-hour Zoom dedicated to this next week, um, all about option contracts, how to handle them, et cetera. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be Saturday morning. So, um, obviously she's a sub two student. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll talk about the mobile home park next Saturday or next Sunday for Sunday service, mobile home park, uh, buying on seller finance. And we'll do an actual deal underwriting. I'll give you guys the address. We'll give you the, the rent rolls. We'll tell you guys the cash flow and we'll break it down and open it up to Q and a, mm. okay. That's going to be dope. Love it. Guys, we appreciate you tuning into Sunday Service. If you have not signed up for Zero to Hero, please do that. I think my favorite part of Zero to Hero is that now I have the best answer when somebody says, where do I get started? <laughs> I know exactly how to answer them. I just say, go to zero to hero, rei.com, and I will never talk about how to get started in real estate ever again because of those recordings. Thank the Lord. I know. It literally saved me like explaining that to people probably yeah. over the next 30, 40 years of my working career, thousands of hours. <laughs> and that stress thousands. not in your back. Uh, oh, that's stress. Not, bro. I got my, I got my little massager right here to my side. I actually haven't <laughs> used it since zero to hero came out. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew, good to see you. And yeah, guys, man. we will see you next Sunday um, on Sunday service, 7 PM. We'll, we'll be talking about seller financing, mobile home parks, how to quit your job on one deal, one deal, one deal, quit your job. And we will see you guys next week. Uh -huh.